Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, March the 11th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me this week on the show, we've got... Dad bod. Let's <laughs> <laughs> interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, to the win. No way. We lost. He's losing. I you lost. I last week. I'm taking it away week. this week. It's been a bad week. You know what? I do this is just to fuck. I just to mess with Kenny. I change it every time. Just you to mess already with dropped your F card. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't even have an F card anymore. Uh, They're right over there. We'll have to deal them out later. Uh, this is Sunbod. What? Huh? I'm huh? Sunbod. Yeah. Do you, does that body see any sun? No. <laughs> does that, it does. That body burns in the sun. It burns. Burn bot. No, it's Curtis. All right. Uh, Kato, <laughs> <laughs> kind of bod you got over there. <laughs> a, a very large one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What's everybody been up to in the last week or so? What you been doing, everybody? Not everybody all at once. Um, I'll go. Well, you do. Well, yeah, well, tell us about your ex- adventures at the blue room, at the blue room comedy well, club. I didn't work this weekend, but yeah. I did see Kevin Nealon. Yeah, how was yeah. it? He was he's very low key, but he was funny. Good. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he he says he doesn't smoke weed. Do you buy that? No. No, no one did. So <laughs> Does it, do you have proof? <laughs> no, no uh, proof. So you didn't hang out backstage or no, out he, back? he uh the show I saw was the last show that he did, so he 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 got done and he got the fuck out. Yeah, I don't blame him. So yeah. he's been your funniest one that you've seen so far? Uh so far I I would probably say even though I wasn't working there, it was probably Bobcat. Bobcat was probably the funniest one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude's pretty hilarious. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't work there this weekend because I was AD on a film. Yeah, how'd that go? Went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. we didn't get everything we wanted to shoot, but we got good 90 percent of it. This is the uh, movie about the Asian predators. Folks. This is the yeah. This is the COVID backlash movie you're filming. Yes, yes. No, <laughs> aging predators, and um, we shot at a rock quarry here in Ozark, and it's an abandoned one down yeah. on Quarry Road. Yep. And good place to have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have a quarry, you don't want to stick it on, you know, <laughs> what, <laughs> Tower Street, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Main Street. <laughs> yeah. We shot it there, and then we actually shot at the Blue Room as well. Is so. that the one that I commented on that the guy looked like uh, Rick Grimes and yeah, uh, I showed him that and he he he, he took very kindly to it. So and I, I was like, to, I yeah, kindly. I figured you did. I was like, yeah, you look badass. Yeah, he looked like John Wick and Rick Grimes had a baby, <laughs> which <laughs> would be weird. Who would carry that child? I don't know. He's a handsome man, so I, was, I didn't mean it <laughs> right. mean or nothing. No, I'm, no. I'm glad he took we, it. We, we figured it's a compliment, so yeah, I showed it to him and yeah, I, I love I love out. both those characters. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have sex with all three of them. <laughs> John Wick, Rick Grimes, and that guy. Uh, Chad, Chad, you're hearing this, right? Uh, Kenny will have sex with you. All, all three of you. So. I'd let him suck my dick, but I mean... <laughs> but yeah, Working uh, unless, opportunity. He's, <laughs> unless he's wearing Crocs, then I'm going to... No, 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 no you got to have some kind yeah. of standards. Yeah. Or flip-flops. Can't stand flip-flops. Yeah. But yeah, so... Man, we had a lot of fun. Rotten it was good. Feet, you know. Yeah. Didn't look like he's been walking over gravel. Good toenails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking eagle talons. <laughs> See, he lost his too. We're just burning them all up front. There you go. On the introduction. That's right. <laughs> uh, what you been up to? Uh, Losing apparently. <laughs> yeah. How's your Crocs? Displaying Destiny still. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost max level or light level already. Yeah, been burning, burning the hours on the Xbox. I'll bet. Can you? What were you up to? Uh, catching up on some shows in between trying to get our daughter ready for her field trip that uh, just got may or may not happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get enough emails sent off today. 
But uh, then we were preparing for our little excursion. Excursion too. Once she was <laughs> to gone, a warm so. climate. I hope. <laughs> yeah, somewhere a hotel that's just you know not forty eight degrees. But uh, so for the people home, our furnace went out, so our house is about forty between forty and sixty degrees on a good day. Yeah. Sixty, but uh, the first part of today sixty. Yeah, not so much tonight, but but yeah. So we've been uh, I've been trying to catch up on some of the shows I've been behind on a little bit so and then just doing that stuff so that's been keeping me pretty busy and so you uh you caught the letter kenny bonus episode right i did the <laughs> national the international women's, women's day, day episode that secretly uh, dropped this week yeah if you think you're ready for that episode <laughs> you're not you, just just to let you know but it is funny as hell I, yeah I, I appreciated that yeah, that's what i appreciate about it. uh i appreciate <laughs> that they that they gave the gals a chance to shine yes and and it was pretty funny they did <laughs> yeah they went oh all out. my gosh every one of them did so <laughs> <laughs> and we can't explain it you have right. to watch it because what they say is stuff oh got it and of course um oh gosh what's her name the place mrs mcmillan mcmurray uh, mcmurray i mean yeah. sorry uh yeah she's great yeah. in that too so <laughs> and uh, it's just great you just gotta watch it yeah yeah it's pretty good if you if you didn't know yeah if you're a letter kenny fan they dropped a bonus episode this week so check that out on hulu Oh, let's see what else you, you're caught up on. From mm-hmm. they uh, went thirty five. They it feels like they uh, they they've learned their lesson from Lost, so they're throwing it all out on the table. <laughs> when she's when the lady asks her question at the end, did we survive the crash? It's kind of like kind of like they're like, you know what? No, this I don't. Is what Lost has been is what everybody online was complaining about about Lost. Oh, they're all just dead. Blah blah blah. So it feels like they're trying to get ahead or get in front of that all that questions and stuff. Yeah, that I mean, it kind of felt like a filler episode, honestly, on I episode agree. five. Yeah. Like it didn't. It was like we didn't get a whole lot of content; just a bunch of we got everyone crazy, talking, crazy and feeling bad about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we still don't know that, and I don't think we're going to know the answer to that because yeah, I think the priest is hiding her away. I don't whatever know. whatever I, her he brother may be, whatever he may her be brother in said. On it yeah, I think whatever bit. her brother said got him to help hide her out after she killed her brother and tried to kill other folks. And, yeah, there's yeah. something. I don't know. There's I mean, I feel really bad for the people that just got there. It's like, <laughs> okay, you know, my kid's not safe at night and he's not safe in the daytime either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got that weird kid. Yeah. Yeah, the, I'm curious to see where that goes because clearly this kid's got to be something something one of those things or yeah whatever and it, it's interesting that they give you a whole lot like you guys were telling me it's a water cooler thing you want to discuss mm-hmm. yeah why is this what is this you know where's the chickens and the cows and all that come from and blah blah yeah. and they give you these little things here talk about this so yeah. i get that aspect of it i'm i'm along for the ride so we'll see what happens yeah it felt like it was a, a setup episode you're right. They're they're setting up for whatever the second half of the season is going to be between the, the sheriff and the crazy gal now running around. And I'm waiting for some flashback storytelling <laughs> because that's typical Lost, you right. know. So we're going to get some flashbacks of what some their back, life was before yeah, they got little, to the character town. backstories and stuff yeah. like that. And then they'll do some flash sideways, some flash, flash forwards, a little flash <laughs> to the afterlife. Yeah, I just yeah, hope get they there. if obviously they're planning on getting several seasons out of this. Yeah. 
So I hope they get enough of a warning to go, okay, we're here's where you're going to wrap it. Yeah. Yeah. And not just have us go, bah, what? Yeah. I figure they'll base this season one, give us this baseline of the show, right? What's happening. And then season two is going to be a bunch of, that's when they'll start doing the flashback storytelling. Yeah. I think season one is a, uh, prove that you have a show that people will watch mm-hmm. and if you get people hooked then yeah we'll give you a couple more seasons to kind of fill it out i don't see it going more than three seasons just because that's no. how that's how tv is anymore there's no more right. shows that are seven eight ten seasons anymore that's what i've kind of noticed. i was just getting ready to make that point it's like there's some of the stuff i'm like oh they've probably into their sixth seventh eighth season whatever it's like no they stopped it at three and it's like wow. well epics is big on just letting their shit on like doing one or two seasons and sh- shutting their show down yeah they don't they don't they run don't it 10 long, they don't yeah. run it 10 seasons yeah so we'll see what happens i don't know i also uh, i caught uh, there's a new show on hbo max started on sunday called winning time yeah this is the show uh, about the 1980s la lakers uh, it's the show that Adam McKay is the executive producer on, and Will Ferrell thought he was going to get the lead role, and then he didn't. It went to John C. Riley, and yeah, and so like Will Ferrell like divested himself of all of his partnerships with Adam McKay because he was so pissed off. Anyway, first episode came out last Sunday, and if you haven't seen it, even if you don't really care about the basketball stuff of it, which for me that's kind of what you know that was kind of our era growing up. I remember you know watching all those Lakers Celtics finals and stuff like that back yeah. in the eighties. Even if you don't care about that, it's an Adam McKay <laughs> program. So you've got you know John C. Riley's playing the guy who bought the Lakers. The same at the same time, literally, like as they're drafting, like Magic Johnson trying to put together this team, and, and so there's a lot of you know breaking the fourth wall, and you know just kind of going all out with a lot of the the way it was back then, you know the basketball and sex is what the show's about, and Ooh, it's with uh, Magic Johnson, you know, yeah, sex with Magic, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely in yeah, it's definitely uh, there is some magic there. The only man to survive AIDS, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, there's a little bit of magic. There is some magic going on. But, uh, yeah. The, no frosty snowman, but I'm saying there's magic. <laughs> yeah, there's something in that Happy old birthday. tin hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but check that out if you haven't had a chance to yet. It's pretty good. If you like that kind of stuff, it's pretty good. You know, he's talking about how much, you know, as he's talking about how much money he has to come. And, you know, John C. Riley's talking to the camera as much as he's talking and, you know, acting in the show. So, you know, talking about how much money he's got. So, they got the graphics on the screen. I mean, I've got this much, you know, doing the math and stuff. And there's one scene that is kind of like this is what the show is to me like if you had if you had to show somebody one clip and be like this is what the show is there's a scene where he's going to the guy's house that owns the lakers and they've been in negotiations he's gonna buy the lakers half of it he's given property away he he owned the chrysler building and a bunch of the property so he's gonna trade half of the cost is gonna be just a, a trade of property real estate and then the other half he's got to come up with in cash and the guy that he that owns the Lakers that he's been negotiating with is trying to fuck over the deal. He's trying to like, ah, I'm going to back out. I'm going to make him pay it all up front in cash. That way, you know, I know he can't. He doesn't have the cash. It'll break, break the deal. So John C. Riley's character is going to the guy's house and the guy's, you know, this multimillionaire and he's got this like 
like little shallow concrete pond and he's got these swans in it and stuff and as he's walking up he's talking through the camera he's like yeah swans are nature's most graceful creatures on the water they're so serene and gentle and calm and peaceful and elegant but if you ever look under the water their little feet are just they're paddling non-stop he's like it's just a whirlwind under there and so anyway, he's talking, just kind of a throwaway line. And then he gets up there and he sits down and the guy, he's getting ready to get screwed by this guy. And the whole time he's still talking to the camera and he sits down, he looks right at the camera. He's like, now watch me paddle motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he, and he turns the, the thing around and ends up buying the team off. And then that's just like, that's the whole show right there in that one clip of like, yeah, that's the kind of swagger and like, that's what the show's coming with. And so it's pretty good. If you're interested at all in any of that, uh, be sure to check that out. It's on HBO max. It's only like six episodes, I think. And then the bad. first one's out. So yeah, <laughs> won't be that much longer. Uh, let's see today. Uh, as we're recording Thursday, I was over in your stomping grounds. Hmm? You were in my stomping grounds? Your old stomping grounds. I, uh, not, no. Oh. I uh, helped out over at a local oh. school. They do. Uh, they were doing a uh, like a little miniature Comic Con type thing. So uh, helped out with that. I got to, uh, because uh, some folks had to back out because people were sick. And we had to fill some time where they were like, well, here's how much time we've got. And here's who's actually here now. What are we going to do? I'm like, dude, what are we going to do? I've got 12 hours worth of panels in my back pocket because I've been preparing for uh, Northwest Arkansas Comic Con next weekend, Saturday, March 19th and Sunday the 20th. Uh, so, yeah, so I got to run some, uh, do some, throw some like fantasy drafts and a few of the things that we've been preparing. So, uh, got to test run that on a bunch of eighth graders, three different classrooms of eighth graders, and it went really well. Nice. So, yeah, so I think we're ready for next weekend. <laughs> we are like, <laughs> once we get a bunch of eighth yeah, graders, we're, we're set. set. <laughs> yeah, we're in good shape. So, well, but yeah, it, most, it went really well. Most of the Comic Con is eighth graders. <laughs> Us and them boys. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have fun with that. that. We can take them to the promised land. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need any permission slip so yeah so that's a, a you know part of that is yes uh that's something i did but also definitely if you're in the rogers arkansas area uh northwest arkansas be sure to check us out next saturday and sunday that's the 19th and 20th we'll be at nwa comic con uh we we've got our own room you were talking about, well, I hope that doesn't mean nobody else. No, it's it's packed. I don't know if you looked through the schedule at all. They've got uh, celebrity panels starting on the hour. They've got another group starting at 15 after the hour. We're starting ours at 30 minutes after the hour. It's it's booked the whole weekend, so it's going to be fun. It's uh, I'm looking forward to getting out and doing another con again, like a real like con, not a small thing like we've been doing, but like yeah. you know a two-day, three-day con. So Straight out of Comic-Con. Not that NWA. Oh. That's Northwest Arkansas. That Northwest West. Arkansas. Right. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, so, so I guess now attitude. <laughs> well, as you were talking, it reminded me of something I was looking at earlier on social media. Uh, some folks are uh, getting their uh, Moon Knight cosplay ready because Moon Knight drops on Disney Plus at the end of this month, and it's comic book convention season. And yep. uh, you know, as with everything, there's the the wish version of stuff. Like you <laughs> order it online, and right. here's what I ordered, <laughs> here's what I got. And I would just say, uh, be careful ordering Moon Knight cosplay, or even if you're building Moon Knight cosplay, because it is literally a dude in a white robe and hood. <laughs> um, so, and that's what a lot of folks are getting. <laughs> I know COVID's been tough, and in this economy, you got to you know scrounge through, maybe throw a garage sale or whatever. But uh, don't don't be selling your clan. Robe online as Moon Knight cosplay. <laughs> Be careful if you're uh, cosplaying. Make sure you really know what you're getting because oh. I've seen a few photos now and uh, yeah. 
That's what it is. <laughs> that, that's not the final product. Yeah. Right? Moon Knight is Moon Knight is only spelled with one K, not, not three. So be careful. Wow. <laughs> now you have my curiosity. <laughs> Curtis is looking up pictures. He's laughing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. There's your Moon Knight cosplay. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, we'll see. So be careful. <laughs> yeah. That's a very pointy top. It is. Uh, 265 wow. bucks. <laughs> oh, I want to thank my co-host for being here today. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. We've got a great show for you this week. We are going to fantasy draft movie roles that we would cast ourselves into. We get to play casting director and actor, and we get to say, here are the movie roles that I think uh, I should cast myself into. Now, how you come up with that uh, is totally up to you. I know Kenny was looking for clarification. I'm not giving you any. It's totally up to you. <laughs> well, I had a couple different lists just yeah. in case of things know. that I thought I might be able to do or things that would be like, no, there's no way. So. Yeah, well, we'll have fun with that. And we then in cast our, each other. No, no, no. You could cast yourself. Maybe we'll do that another day. <laughs> cast each other. And in our main event, Curtis is trying to get off the hog nut. He is trying yeah. to get his first win. He is sitting at 0-2 in the cage match. He is taking me and taking on me at 1-1. Yeah. I'm trying. There's a whole lot of us at 1-1, one one, so I'm trying to get out of that pack. Take and Curtis is trying me. to get a win, so we'll see what happens. Win that way. Plus, all that's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture. Let's kick it off by Woo! taking a look at the top stories in entertainment and pop culture from the week it was. Quit sharing your Moon Knight photos. <laughs> First up, The Batman debuted with nearly $130 million opening weekend at the box office. That is the biggest opening weekend of 2022. Good Second you. biggest opening weekend of the pandemic era behind Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, which Spider-Man, uh, 11 weeks after it was released, is still in the top four at the box office last weekend. So even though Batman was at the top, Spider-Man's still hanging around as well. Uh, <laughs> Literally. The <laughs> There you go. The but question, uh, yeah, while Batman did have a big opening, the question is, will it hang around as long as Spider-Man has and get to the big bucks, you know, the 800,000 or 800 million, you know, billion dollars, that kind right. of stuff. I, I know a lot of people that have seen it and they yeah. all genuinely seem to like it. I have heard very much either people think it's the greatest thing ever or people are saying that was one of the, I can't get those three hours back yeah. <laughs> of my time or two hours and then I walked out. I've had a couple <laughs> people say I actually got up and got out because... I, I was had other better stuff to do, so I'm it's it's lot. one or the other. It seems like there's no middle ground. Nobody says it's just fine. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people. You know, they're putting it, they're rating all mm -hmm. the Batman movies, and they, you know, have it either at number one or within the top three and stuff like that. And I'm like, is it because it's your newest one that you've right. seen? I mean, did you go back and watch every one of them and then watch that so you had a right. baseline? You know, or if you're just like, I kind of remember it being this way. You know, so. But outside of that, I've not, I've personally not seen anybody like, oh my God, that was a masterpiece, you know, but at yeah. the same time, I've not heard anybody walk out either. So it's yeah. interesting to hear that. Yeah. I've heard the extremes. You've heard kind of the middle ground. So none of us have seen it. Um, it is going to be on HBO max 45 days after it came out in theaters. So that's yeah. like April, like yeah. end of April anyway. So probably right after we get April back from Kansas 19th, City. April 19th, I think. Okay. So there you go. So. Yeah, that's one where it's like, if it's three hours, I'll catch it on HBO Max in like two or three parts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can pause it, get up, go to the bathroom, get, you know, whatever. 
Well, come I was going to go it. see it, but like the one we were going to, uh, by the time we got the tickets, my brother was like, oh man, they only have the front row. I was like, I can't do front row or it yeah. kills my neck. And he's like, all right. And then he never got back to me. So I guess the rest of them sold out. Then my son was like, hey, let's go see it. And I'm like, all right. And then his friends came in from out of town. He's like, uh, I was like. Go hang with your friends. I was like, yep. worst case scenario, like you just said, I'll wait the 45 days and watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, HBO Max has officially ordered the Penguin spinoff series based on uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin 2 series. So that'll be on HBO Max at some point as Hunter well. I want so. to do another Gotham. They've Well, they, had, they were doing a Gotham police. Yeah. But they've paused that to move forward with the penguin stuff yeah so we'll see yeah i'd be surprised if that even gets done i mean i know know everybody's flipping out because it's like you can't tell he's colin farrell i'm like okay but what else yeah they're like but you can't tell it's colin farrell i was like but what else (laughs) and i'm not hearing anything else except oh my god he doesn't look like him so yeah it's like okay well then that's not enough for me to say (laughs) i want to watch a whole series of that i heard that um warner brothers execs would not let him smoke you know in the movie in the movie yeah Yeah, like that's a thing that that the penguin has like he's a smoker yeah he's got the long cigarette holder yeah they wouldn't let him do it the whole old school did he have that front umbrella that he glided <laughs> down from things or shot stuff out? I don't know. I'm guessing not yet. Not if it's a dirty, <laughs> gritty Batman. Oh, okay. you know? well, that's, uh, that's why I don't really give a shit about seeing this because I don't need to see another dirty, gritty Batman. Ooh, it's so dirty and gritty. It's so dark. It's, it's like, yeah, it's progressively gotten darker every time they do a Batman. And like, I'd rather go back to the, yeah, give us the fun, you know, Batman 66 kind of goofy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like Give series. us another Batman and Robin. Uh, not so much that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they need to find some middle ground in yeah. that because it's. I get it's a kids' movie. Yeah, and you can't take your kids and expect them to sit through three hours of. You know, I've heard a lot of people compare it to the. One person I, I saw posted on social media said, I liked it better the first time I saw it when it was called Seven. <laughs> and another person said, really, I liked it better the second time I saw it when it was called Zodiac. So they're like, it's David Fincher's Batman. So, uh, um, yeah, you can't expect to take kids. And that's what a lot of people are having issues with, too. Is like my kids want to see it, and I'm not taking them to see it based on word of mouth. You know, my coworkers yeah. saw it, and they were talking about it. There's no way I'm taking my 10-year-old, 8-year-old kid to see Batman. Because that's all they know is Batman. Yeah, it's Batman. It's a Batman movie. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you got to make a Batman movie you can actually take the family to. That's why Spider-Man is making so much money and still making is because, like, right now, if, you know, kind of like the Joker movie that came out and got all the Academy nominations. I think it won a few awards and stuff. but mm-hmm. And it made, you know, this highest grossing R-rated movie. But how much more money could it have made if you'd made a Joker movie that people could actually take the families to. And same with a Batman movie. It's a, these are comic book characters. If the one where the Joker is just a prankster. Yeah. If you take, you know, Spider-Man is raking in the money because families go back and see it multiple times. And yep. here you've cut your audience, you know, and just narrowed it down to adults. And there's only so many, uh, you know, emo rage filled young men out there that are going to yeah. come back and see your movie after they've seen it once. Well, I was going to say, and it's a select group. I mean, yeah. yeah well, those kids are... don't have jobs anyway. They're not going to buy a <laughs> exactly. ticket. To yeah, they, can only afford, <laughs> they can only hit mom and dad up for one ticket anyhow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so they're going to see Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's hanging around the theater. <laughs> that's right. no, they're all wanting to see the Batman movie. Mom and dad are saying, no, yeah, why don't right. you go see Spider-Man? Yeah. It's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. In his new memoir titled <laughs> Comedy, Comedy, Comedy Drama, former Saturday Night Live writer and current actor Bob Odenkirk says he never liked Chris Farley's breakout sketch where the comedian was uh, starring opposite Patrick Swayze as a Chippendales dancer tryout. And everybody remembers the, mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, here's what Bob Odenkirk says, quote, it was a huge bummer to me to see that scene get on the air and get such attention. I know it confirmed Chris's worst instincts about being funny, which was how he proved his worth. That getting laughed at was just as good as getting a laugh. Writers I knew and respected defended the sketch because it had a funnyish idea buried in it that the Chippendale judges preferred Swayze's dancing over Chris's, but can't put a finger on why. But the but that idea is not what produced all the cackling and gasps from the live audience. Chris flopping his overstuffed body around did that, and I feel like I can see it on his face the moment when he rips his shirt off. Shame and laughter are synthesized in the worst way. Fuck that sketch, <laughs> according to Bob Odenkirk. So yeah, I get that. I went back and watched it because I remembered it, and it's been years, few years yeah. since I've seen the the last time. And so I went back and watched it and I was like, oh, and I started going back and watching some other Farley stuff. And when it was something that involved that, you can see like, okay, I'm going to do this. And, but you could see it on him that it bothered him. And it's like, well, shit, that's not funny anymore than, you yeah. know, especially funny. knowing how things turned out with yeah. Farley as well. I'm so. not sure that you could ever tell in Chris's face what was going on. He was fucking <laughs> oh, coked yeah. up like 90% of the time. <laughs> yeah. He was, but in those things, you can see it. You know, you can see it on his, his if you know what to look for and stuff, it's, it's there. And it's like, wow, I, I didn't know that, you know, back then it yeah, was it hilarious. Was, and, it, and I'll be honest, it's, I still laugh. Oh, it's yeah. still funny. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, it's not. It was, the way it it was never really yeah. like my favorite one that Farley did. I always remember the one where he's like at a fancy restaurant and they tell him that the coffee he's drinking isn't actually what he's drinking and he just loses his shit on everybody and goes crazy and they're hitting him in the head with a frying pan. I thought that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So Yeah. The beer one, the Schlitz. Schlitz one. I was that one Schlitz too. Yeah. My yeah. favorite one. Yeah. yeah. Schlitz with him and Adam Sandler. God, that's so funny. <laughs> he lifted sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where the pool is dirty and nasty, and they crack open the Schlitz gay, and then all of a sudden the, you see the sparkles across the pool as it turns into this paradise of oiled up dudes in yeah. g strings. And yeah, that's, that's, so good too. that's awesome. Yeah, poor Chris Farley. It, it, it would have been yeah. It's too bad that he couldn't. It's too bad he couldn't just be funny instead of just you know throwing his body around. Yeah. which you know, part of it too. How much medicate? How much was he medicating? How much was he getting high, like amped up, in order to do physical yeah. comedy? And how much was he dumb doling the pain from the physical comedy afterwards? So, Lots, from what they say. Yeah, they, they, he didn't do any half measures, from no, what I understand. So, but he was fine with it. You know, they like, <laughs> until his body yeah. until he died, he was fine with it. Yeah. But he was fine if it, if he was going to die that way, he was fine because that's yeah. how his idols yep. went out, and that's. It sucks a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith, director, writer. Kevin Smith is launching his own line of creator-owned comics. Secret Stash Press will be published by Dark Horse Comics. Two titles have been announced so far, uh, with Kevin Smith writing both. Masquerade is an original comic that launches this fall, followed by uh, a series called Quick Stops, which features characters from his films like Clerks and Mallrats and more kind of like short stories checking in on this character. For We haven't heard from this guy in a while. 
Uh, Smith has written for both DC Comics and Marvel in the past, so this is just another another way to scratch that itch. Yeah, I mean he's gonna he's got the Clerks three, you know, pretty yeah, much in the can going. So, yeah. uh, but I, I could see that, but at the same time, I'm also kind of like, eh, I'm kind of done <laughs> with you know that. Give me something. He's got a lot of great stuff and a lot of great ideas, but just not enough he keeps going back to that same old clerks well they're the same old i'm still waiting for moose jaws he needs to finish his canada (laughs) trilogy never gonna happen probably not (laughs) yoga hosers put a nail on that yeah yeah that was pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) i like tusk more than i did when it came out i'll just go ahead and put that on the record that's fine there's no account for taste Um, (laughs) yeah i feel like he's just you know and this is that's fine clerks made him and yeah. he wants to go back to it. But after, like, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, that was a, like, yeah, we're getting more of. And he's got the whole, and, and he's got these cameo. And, and then you watch it, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really wish we hadn't done that because you kind of tarnished that legacy a little bit exactly. or whatever. So It's like I, you got some ideas. Just maybe don't get so stoned. <laughs> That's all you it. got. Because you think your shit's funny and it's kind of not. So stay maybe. Or find somebody who will tell you, like, yeah. this needs punching up a little bit more here. Yeah. Do something more with this. Because he's, he's got it. He has the ability to do it. It's just kind of. I don't know, and that's where I'm kind of getting a little burned out on that. It's like, and I don't want to, you yeah. know. So, right. Hopefully, he'll turn it around, do something. Maybe these comics will be really good. I don't know. We'll find out. Director uh, Fede Alvarez, who directed Don't Breathe, and he directed the 2013 Evil Dead movie. He is writing and directing an original standalone film in the, in the Alien universe. No, he's still playing in in IP, but oh, it's his own mind. story. Spoke too soon. Uh, which will be a direct to Hulu release. Hulu has this. It has the Alien streaming series that it's working on. Also, this Predator movie that's coming out later this year, I believe, called Prey. Um, so this seems to be like where Disney's dumping all the stuff they got from Fox. That's a little like uh, that's never going to fly on Disney Plus kind of stuff. So they're they're sticking it all over on Hulu. Um, I'd be nervous to do anything Predator after the last one. But we got got Alien and we got Predator content coming to Hulu, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, the last... Wait, (laughs) let's be honest. (laughs) After Aliens (laughs) in 1986, 7, and the first Predator in, what, 86 or 7, it's Mm -hmm. all been pretty much downhill from there. Yeah, None of them have been that good since. The games were fun back in the day. The computer uh, first-person shooter, team-based. You know, you play the Marines or whatever, and somebody's the Predator or the alien. Yeah, that was out. back when we first started hacking. That was kind of yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> that, that was kind of like the that was like the before kind of the precursor to uh, you know like Dead by Daylight and stuff like that. A lot of those games were in the before times. Yeah, in in the way back <laughs> days. I saw a post. One person oh, is the the hunter, and everybody else trying to survive and stuff. I saw a post where someone had. Like it was like a graph of all these different franchises, and it's like pick three and they're gone forever. And it's like you know Halloween or Alien or Evil Dead or something like that. And one guy, I don't remember what his other two picks were, but then he picked Evil Dead, and I'm just like, Evil Dead is the only franchise on this list where the sequels were better than the original. Right. So I don't know that 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 bothered me. I thought I'd just say that. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for. You need to lay down on the couch here. Yeah, we got, you got I any think other so. issues we need to work through? Well, when you said like every, since those like the other ones haven't been great, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, they haven't been good. The last Predator movie, I think, it was the last we've gotten out of either of these two, and it was not good at all. No, yeah. and I expected so much from Shane Black. And yeah, it was not good. I guess it was a studio thing, but oh well. Yeah, there were a lot of issues with that. You know, oh, go ahead. No, I just you know, do, do these movies need to exist? Someone, well. I mean, to exist, <laughs> no. yes, but I mean, need somebody who just loves them, you know, kind of like how Ryan Reynolds just loved Deadpool and brought it to, you know, manifested be, it. And, yeah, and then some of these other ones that people, you know, The Witcher, you know, Henry Cavill just loves so much. He brought it and it's being, is, well, the, the, is that it? Or is the it just, dude from District 9 apparently loves Alien so much, he's been trying to make a movie for 10 years and keeps getting shut down. So, all right. right. I think what's happening is uh, if you do nothing with it, it just sits there. If you do something with it, it ke- they're they're banking on the name recognition to sell tickets. Uh-huh. So you can take and what I've heard happen in the past with other stuff like this is uh, you, they they have scripts that they've purchased. Um, the rights to and they can't figure out anything they can't get the script greenlit by itself so they'll slap a predator in it <laughs> or an alien on it <laughs> and, like and Kevin it, Spacey or yeah <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like oh this is the new alien movie this is the new predator movie and it's like wow no that wasn't it wasn't a good enough idea on its own and you're not helping the franchise and the franchise really you're you're just making it worse for the next movie because no if this is what you're doing nobody's going to see it so so they don't care as long as it gets some shekels thrown this way then it's yeah exactly success. if it makes back its money and then gets them a little more than there and keeps the the name on people's tongues then starring will crosby <laughs> will crosby <laughs> is the predator, the predator. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's, that's a knows. whole different kind of franchise <laughs> <laughs> I heard the uh, sequels were not any good on those either. <laughs> to catch a pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like a dateline. <laughs> Speaking of Hulu, NBC has decided they're taking all their next day like uh, content from Hulu. They're going to put it all on Peacock, which is just a matter of time. You know, yeah, you're not going to get to watch Young Rock on Hulu. You're going to go to Peacock for it because they spent all this money making Peacock and nobody cares. So that's where they're going to dump all their new stuff. Hmm. Speaking of TV, there's a lot of TV news this week. Uh, we'll just kind of skim through it real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, so for Kenny, who is the only one who cares about The Walking Dead anymore. Yes. Uh, Lauren Cohen's Maggie and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Negan, they will star in a new spinoff series set in The Walking Dead universe. AMC Network's greenlit the franchise's sixth scripted series called Isle of the Dead. They're going to Manhattan somehow. Don't know how they're going to get there or why, but you're still going to shoot in those Georgia. Two char- yeah, still going to be <laughs> shot in Georgia. Those two characters are going to Manhattan. And neither one of them are from there. They're both yeah. from down yeah. around the area. There's okay. no reason why. But that's what they're going to do. Isle of the Dead is the new six-episode season. First season uh, will hit in 2023. Um, yeah, I don't think... Is that you based need on the video game? I No. It's a whole other thing they're doing that's, that's a video game right yeah no this and is it has like three different yeah. i think there's three games no they're just stealing the name <laughs> basically <laughs> okay. no, no. still in the idea it's an island with I, zombies no i'm now. sorry it's dead island right not, not island, island of the, the dead come yeah. on now two sorry. totally different things <laughs> i think it's time to stop making walking dead stuff that's let's just let's my leave opinion. Leave the zombies I mean, I know, alone. I know there's the a lot of money still to be made. Again, a lot of money still to be made off the franchise. And hey, we've got an idea for what if zombies were in New York. But 
Well, like the first season or the last season, I mean, here is five episodes in or something. All right. But and they've all been great. Of part two out of three. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, part one. And I think there's three parts. To yeah. It. And um, so they, it's been really good. The story they're telling is really good. Right. I'm liking what they're doing. And which is weird because Negan walked away from everything. So I don't know. I guess him and Maggie. Maybe he went to. Maggie, Maggie's going to track his He went to the to, island. Yeah, or? I guess so. But as far as the other stuff, you know, like Fear of the Walking Dead got unwatchable. The story they told was not good. And then they had the Beyond. Yeah. Walking Dead walking Beyond. Dead, or what, something. Yeah, whatever it was. And Beyond the Dead. I made it about halfway through the first season and it just not a, it's just a bunch of kids going to find and i think it all ties together with the rick grimes thing that they're right. doing all that but it's like man not enough good stuff it's just not that good so well now it seems like all they're doing is they're taking like everybody loves daryl everybody loves carol let's give yeah. them the show together <laughs> everybody loves maggie everybody loves negan let's give them a show you know it's like they're just parceling off characters and creating new shows and and here's the reason why this doesn't make sense yes the people love them but when you're getting a good daryl carol thing it's after it's mixed in let's say five episodes right so you get them doing really cool shit a couple times and that's what make, you're like oh yeah that's why carol's a badass that's why daryl's a badass or same thing with maggie like maggie has not had a whole lot going on until it was episode three or four of this right you, you got reminded why maggie's a badass you're like oh yeah and it's like okay but it took us this many episodes to have one thing to go so if you try to make a whole series of yeah. that you, you can't have badassery every time. They're, that's just not how that writing works. Do y'all remember when they made a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie and they were like, this is going to be Jack Sparrow is the <laughs> only character that continues from the others. Yep. And it's going to be all about him and how bad that sucked because... It's like, the oh, the mermaids. He, he's yeah, he's a, he's a fun character when he's not the star of the show. He can walk in, do something goofy, say something and then walk off stage. And then yeah. everybody else has to carry the movie for two hours. That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah, how do you make a show where this character or these two characters carry an entire series? And I call yeah. that the Norm Macdonald syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny in skits. But right. then when they gave him that movie, it was a whole movie of him. And yeah. it was like, oh, that's that's not dirty. Work? Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> I kind of I like that movie too. Uh, I think you're wrong on this assa uh, no, assessment. Here. I'm not. That was bad. <laughs> I do have a question though. Yeah, Carol and Daryl uh -huh. have they fucked or is it strictly platonic? Now they over the twelve and a half part threes of seasons. Yeah, had, that's been an ever. They're saving that for the next will they season. Won't, the next it's like been a will they won't they? They're not like a Ross or Carol. Fuck Carol. No, because no, Carol, <laughs> Carol like strap it on. Here we go. <laughs> Carol ended up with like King Ezekiel and uh, Ooh, different stuff. That sounds so. exotic. Yeah, it they, was for a minute. I haven't watched <laughs> since Glenn died. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, what we've we been missing, King Ezekiel. Yeah, it's shit. been a really. Really alive? great writing, but no, <laughs> no sadly, no. it cost a lot of money to digitize the tiger in the episodes. Yeah, it went out, get it got caught in a pit. Could have freed the tiger king. I bet you he got it. some of it. <laughs> no, no, got you that tiger. 
Uh, let's see. NBC's Quantum Leap reboot is moving forward with a pilot episode. <laughs> Tons of casting news, including Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. Yeah. He's uh, one of the leads. <laughs> Something in strange Leap. in Dude, the I neighborhood. Love Quantum Leap, man. Quantum Leap was great. It's still yeah. on uh, like Comet. Yeah. You download Comet on your Roku, it's free. So is he the Scott Bakula or no. is he Al? He is uh I'm guessing he's gonna be more like the Al. They they've only said that I apparently the way they've written the description of the pilot is uh a company has bought out the old quantum leap machine basically machine. and is getting it back up and running and they're gonna send some other person in and somebody else. Cast myself Al. as Ziggy. Ziggy, you never saw. Al was pretty fun. Yeah, Al was pretty cool character. That's gonna be. You can't, you can't do that character today. No, because he was constantly chasing skirts and telling stories that will not fly on NBC. Definitely crossed the line a little bit for today's era television. So many of those episodes were. I don't know if you could get somebody to bring that emotion. Either one of them. Yeah. Both of them had times where you're just like, oh god, you guys got me. Well, the stories they were telling it was pretty like you know, for that day and age. I know it was the 80s, but you know they're telling stories set in the 60s and 50s and it's like man you got to be careful some of those people are still alive that you're telling <laughs> stories about and not painting them in uh, flattering colors so yeah right uh let's see what else netflix has renewed vikings valhalla for two more seasons and the second and third should. season oh my god i haven't god. seen it yet i finished it a few days I'm, i want to go back and rewatch it it is so damn good Everything. The story is awesome. The guy who plays Leaf is awesome. Oh, there's so much greatness in that. Uh, Adam Goldberg from The Goldbergs. He uh, will launch a new series on Disney+. Plus. It is called... Uh, what's it called here? Uh, I don't see the... I don't see the actual name of it, but Whatever it, is. it is stars Jeff Garland. No, it does not. Uh, the series. Here's the description. The series will take audiences on a music filled journey as at long last, the electric mayhem band records its first album. Um, there will have, they'll have one human character, uh, who's the uh, executive tasked with getting the album made. And then of course the electric mayhem band doing its thing. You know, if this is the Disney, Disney plus did let it be, which I've been rewatching anyway, just cause it's fun to have on in the background while you're doing other stuff. Uh, if this is like, let it be with the electric mayhem band, <laughs> you know, where they're trying to make a record, but you know, you only got the studio for so many days so. and you know, Ringo quits or George quits or animal quits in this case. And you know, that, oh, that could be fun. If, they, if they're willing to poke fun at themselves and make it like the Muppet version of let it be basically. Well, they, that one thing that when they come back with the Muppets and had it basically like a the office, uh, well, office or more Park, like uh, Thirty Rock, Thirty yeah, Rock, yeah, yeah. Parks and Rec, God, all those was shows. Hilarious, yeah. Nobody, everybody pissed all over that show. Yeah. I thought it was great. I was speaking of the Goldbergs, like I, I've mentioned a few times on here. I'm still watching it, and uh, I was wondering how they were going to do the dad since everything fell out. Well, uh, roughly <laughs> in this last episode, uh, Erica gets married. Yep. So I'm like, okay, they're gonna have to do something. Well, their their way of doing it is old footage of him. Yeah. Where he was just like, ah, what? 
you know, stuff like that. And it like it goes over and it doesn't even look like the same <laughs> type right. of shoot. You, you tell us older footage. And uh, like there was one part where he comes up and he's like hugs her like, oh, peanut. And it's just showing some dude who looks nothing, <laughs> nothing like him. Uh, Eric has got a stepdad. <laughs> it's like, who the hell is that? Did Bevy get remarried? That's awesome. <laughs> but th- I love it to the they did it to the point of like. We're it's doing stupid it so now. Obvious. Yeah. 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 So I was like, ah, oh, that's how they're doing it. And it was hilarious. <laughs> nice. Finally, talking Disney Plus, Disney Plus unveiled the teaser trailer for its upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series that oh, premieres yes. in May. It looks I, pretty good. You can check, check it out. You know, we oh, talked yeah. about that Obi-Wan Kenobi series about four years <laughs> I ago. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. We, t- we were like, because we were talking about, I think so the little. topic was what we would what other ones what we, we would yeah, bring back we, yeah we went and saw solo and then <clears> we <throat> said you know and, and we, I think we, we, we all we, we all, all said a yoda solo, one yeah. too but yeah. uh i don't think they're gonna do that because nope. of the mandalorian but yeah but no an obi-wan show if done right hopefully they'll i mean i got no reason to believe they won't they're doing magic over there with the star wars stuff over at disney plus so. yeah and there's good stories in with the um oh my god just the inquisitors the inquisitors thank you i just totally blanked on the name so there's a lot of good stuff they can do with all of it. It looks like all of them are in it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it should be pretty interesting. Yeah. I know why Kenny doesn't play video games. Why is that? He's busy he, watching TV. No, I'm just <laughs> saying he would rage. Like Ken, he, Kenny would rage. You hit the table a lot when you're talking. <laughs> so I can only imagine failing in a video game, like the destruction that would happen around I, you. I never got because when video games were coming up, uh, I'm talking like, about your anger issues, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking about why you don't play video. It's games. not about the game, Kenny. It's about you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, he's like, damn it, forgot about. It. I was like, dude, not that serious. That's the fifth coffee table I've broken. Son of a bitch. I, you know, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, 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 we know you would. So I'd be breaking I, control. Oh, never yeah. put him in at least in a PvP game. That oh, yeah. would not happen. Just own it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've like tried to play like I played. I like the button smasher where it's like right. we played uh, DC Smash Brothers or, or yeah, something like Injustice. That. Yeah, smasher. the Injustice was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, fighting. those are fun, but I can only I can play just for a little bit and I lose interest. I had I just I want to go do something. I want to. Yeah, I can't just sit there and shake. The but baby. yet I can watch five episodes of something on TV and be That's okay. The, I'm why. exactly the opposite. Like I can only watch an episode and I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll pick that up in a day or two. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't bother me to not binge watch it. Yeah. I binge watch really good shows. Like, uh, righteous gemstones we would just we would just lay <laughs> we're down still in working, bed. We're, we're still working through our I'm, well maybe my rewatch is her first run through so yeah uh she's getting ready to rewatch it again yeah so we'll see uh, see if great. i part <laughs> see if it's as funny or if you found if you find some little hidden stuff in there you didn't see the first time yeah it's just as funny i'm t- on, the, <laughs> on the rewatch and I'm, I'm going through it and yeah it's it's like yeah this is fun I like. I even watched um, Half Baked again, like two days ago. Like it was, <laughs> it was on something. I don't remember what. It might have been on HBO or on Prime or something. I was like, shit, that, I ain't seen that forever. You know, yeah. And you watch it over again, and you realize that you missed a lot of stuff the first time you watched it. Right. So get stoned and then watch it, <laughs> and then you'll realize it was actually made for you. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, I've watched that movie. I don't know how many times. Sober, stoned. You really, really stuff. Whatever happened to the that 
those characters. Like we know what happened to Dave Chappelle, but right, uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer's doing still comedy around. Still. Yeah, he's doing yeah. comedy tours. He, yeah, he's he always he always right looks now. stoned anyway. Like, yeah, because his eyes, the yeah, shaped. And the other guy, the last thing I saw him in was Cop Out. Was it Harlan Williams? Is that his name? Oh, the, oh yeah, Harlan Williams too. Uh, no, the other guy that's like at, at the place. He worked at the the store yeah. whatever the, yeah. the fast food place he's like fuck you fuck you yeah, fuck yeah. you I can't think it is. yeah he, he's been he's done a lot of small stuff but didn't see that success like right they should call i don't know what did. harlan williams is doing either i to say i don't i haven't seen him in forever either yeah and in other news this week this story comes to us from san diego Ah. Which, <laughs> what's that mean again? Whale's vagina, I believe. The whale's what? vagina. San Diego. Uh, Where'd you come up with that? That's from uh, Anchorman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Authorities <laughs> seized nearly $3 million worth of methamphetamine hidden among a shipment of onions during a tractor-trailer inspection at a federal facility in San Diego. I knew I loved onions. A canine unit for the U.S. Customs and Border Protection alerted the trailer's shipment of onions on Sunday, and officers found nearly 1,200 small packages of meth, uh, the agency said in a news release. The 46-year-old driver, a Mexican national who was not named, was arrested for the alleged narcotic smuggling uh, on the way to Ote Mesa, which is the port of entry for commercial vehicles. Uh, Packages of meth, more than 1,336 pounds of it, were shaped into small balls with white coverings to try to blend into the onions, the agency said. The, the drugs are estimated to be worth $2.9 million on the street. Wow. Wow. So you know, it's getting close to Easter. Enough. I figured you could smuggle in Easter, Easter eggs yeah, or Easter, Easter bunnies, eggs. the stuffed bunnies. Well, I just meant the eggs come apart. You know, you could just put little bags. Where are you guys in the meth industry? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we're getting ready for a holiday rush. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got to think about these things. Yeah. 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 How do you think we support this podcast? <laughs> Not with viewers like you. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Easter only comes once a year, man. That's right. You got to be prepared. <laughs> so, yeah, it's nearly $3 million of meth in a, in a shipment of onions. Let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week if we use your suggestion. We'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments there. Tag us in news stories, what have you. Or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode. Links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. On this date in entertainment and pop culture history, March 11th, 1818. Remember it well. No, you don't. Frankenstein was published, <laughs> written by 21-year-old Mary Shelley. It is recognized as the world's first science fiction novel. Frankenstein by 21-year-old That's woman. That's a science fiction novel. Frankenstein. Very first science fiction novel. Happy Woman Day. Not too shabby to start your career out with. Yeah, and that's really about the only thing she was known for. So, uh, <laughs> Where do you go from there? Exactly. Yeah, you just, just like, yeah, I can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. March 11th, 1978. You might remember that, actually. March 11th, 1978, the series finale of Columbo, starring Peter Falk, aired on NBC. I remember watching it, but I don't Columbo. recall it. Uh, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, also, on March 11th, 1978, Dawn of the Dead. Written and directed by George Romero premiered. 
1978. I've got I like do. five different versions of that film. Do you? I do. <laughs> I do remember coming down from Chicago and uh, they had the drive-in theaters and whatever we were watching, it was the... On the opposite, uh, on the opposite side. So I was watching it in the back window and everything. And it, of course, it didn't scare me or anything, but I remember watching it. And I remember watching it later on. I was like, I've seen this before. Where have I seen this? Then I recalled it. So yeah. you watched Columbo at the drive. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know it. We were at there to watch the finale of Columbo, damn it. <laughs> Columbo <laughs> taking on zombies. It was great. That, that was the only place my grandparents would watch. It was it. only 25 been, cents. <laughs> That's right. Uh, March 11th, 1984, Tina Turner scored her first number one hit as a solo artist with the song What's Love Got to Do With It? Oh, Nothing. Yeah. Not in the song. <laughs> You're right. March 11th, 1989, Cops premiered on Fox. Oh, nice. Bad Man, boys. we would get so... There'd be like 15, 20 of us getting do? baked off our asses Wanting watching gum, Cops. Gum, and I was like... That kind of looks familiar. <laughs> and we'd be paranoid, you know, thinking that it's like, what if we were watching it, but they were coming here and not knowing it's pre recorded? It's right. not like it's live yeah, or not, not like Reno 911. Not like live. Like yeah, Reno, <laughs> Reno 911, the one where she's uh, doing this field sobriety test yeah. on the guy. She's out there doing like this dance routine. And then at the end of it, she had to oh. do something. And he's like, I can't do that. I'm drunk. And she's like, ah, I got you. <laughs> that was I'm too drunk awesome. to do that. <laughs> he's like, that ah, was, my, that was my favorite cop. Show. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, March 11th, 1995. This one surprised me. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum opened in Cleveland, Ohio. That's only been there since 1995. Huh. It's weird. I went there in 99, 98, 98 or 99. Yeah. Man, that, that place is awesome. March 11th, 1997. Paul McCartney was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Speaking of the Beatles. And March 11th, 2018, Aretha Franklin's funeral was held in Detroit. It included a procession of 140 pink Cadillacs. Uh, notably, Ariana Grande was groped by the bishop, Charles H. Ellis III. He later apologized for grabbing her tit. Um, <laughs> well, you don't, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that at a funeral, usually on live tele national television. Can I admit something? I had no idea she was dead. Who, Ariana Gandhi? No. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's not grabbing a dead woman's breast. Come on, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> on TV. <laughs> on TV. I'm glad you specified It's not like she's going to say anything. I mean. Not on TV. <laughs> These priests know how to keep it under quiet. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays today. The 11th actress Lily Tomlin turns 83 years old. Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. Is he the last Bee Gee? I think he yeah. is, isn't he? Uh, he is still staying alive. He is 76 <laughs> years old. Dr. <laughs> Phil McGraw turns 72. That <laughs> guy's a squirrely fake, <laughs> a fraud. Uh, author Timothy Zahn, our buddy we've been playing at Comic-Con last year. He turns 71 years old. Singer Gloria Estefan turns 65 years old. And Zendaya. Zendaya Coleman turns 26 years old today. Still looks like she's 18. Thanks to... Uh, uh, everybody listening, thanks to everybody. Happy birthday, everybody celebrating today. Uh, coming up this weekend in entertainment pop culture, this weekend, Monster Mania Con runs through Sunday up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. They always have a big production up there. I saw that uh, Crypticon in Kansas City is like, yeah, we know we haven't announced the dates yet. Get off our asses. We'll get them when we got them. Right. So yeah. we'll have to check that out I'm once they finally announce those dates. This Friday over going on. going as a chupacabra. 
<laughs> you shave your shave your body and goes and put some gnarly teeth in and long nails and goes to chupacabra. Why would I have to shave my body? Why wouldn't you? Just for the hell of it. Just go. <laughs> run around and naked. Chupacabra can have hair, man. No, no. You got to run around naked as a chupacabra. Be your own chupacabra. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> Nobody knows what it really looks like. No, everybody's seen a chupacabra. Uh, over Show on your chupacabra. <laughs> over on Disney Plus, Pixar's Turning Red premieres this Friday today. Uh, the Adam Project on Netflix, starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, upload season two premieres over on Amazon Prime Video. Did you watch the first season? No, I never did. did you watch it's it? not bad. It's yeah. not a bad show. Yeah, it's uh, the same guy, Greg Daniels, who did like the Drew Carey show and Scrubs. He's the executive producer. So, huh. uh, and the, interesting. If you're a gamer, WWE 2K22 drops on PlayStation and Xbox today. Well. Technically, if you're not a well, gamer, <laughs> technically you can already have access to it. Even if you, don't. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, gamers don't typically play like wrestling games. Oh hell's yes! There's a whole online community of people that are already playing the game. Who are, <laughs> I'm just saying that the genres are different. Like right, the guys yeah. who play the sports games are not the guys who play the shooter games way to keep it separated there brother no doubt you gatekeeping somebody's pleasure here that's right this sunday daylight saving time starts make sure you set your clock you got any problems with it oh Ask my Kenny. god that's when my wife's been is it daylight saving time yeah i'm like i don't fucking know i'm sick and tired if you ask <laughs> Get off my you don't even have to change anything anymore maybe like your microwave can't or i something. just take everything else is piece. smart enough to know that the time changes like nobody's fucking farming anyway do we <laughs> no need it we can get rid of that right <laughs> anytime soon. Monday the 14th is National Pie Day. That's Pi, P-I, the math number, <laughs> 314. Oh, oh, that's not as exciting. Yeah, not nearly as exciting as pie. I, I need pie. some pie. Mm, and it's also, <laughs> it's also National Napping Day on Monday. Oh, so, uh, shit. Eat some pie, take a nap. That's usually about the right order, too. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> no, that's something I can get behind right there. All right, baby. Or in front of, <laughs> or wherever. Uh, next now. Tuesday, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story is available on Blu-ray and DVD. It's also currently streaming on Disney Plus and HBO Max but I mean if you want to pick it up and own it there you go yeah, there's yeah. That. Next, I want to watch it on there first <laughs> see if it's worth picking up next Thursday St. Patrick's Day be sure to wear your green on Thursday we'll be here recording another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast look for that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are fantasy drafting the movie roles that we would cast ourselves into. we got a brand new cage match and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this. We'll return after these messages. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. How can we make satisfy you? Well... 
I really love McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, how about a double cheeseburger? Ooh, can we add some greens and some reds? Fresh lettuce and tomatoes? You got it. It's called the Daily Double. Must be double the price. Nope, just 99 cents. Are you kidding? Just 99 cents. You know, I really love fries, too. Okay, and a Coke for just $2.99. Now that's a work of art. The 99-cent Daily Double. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. All right, this week we are fantasy drafting the movie roles that we would cast ourselves into. You can take that however you want. Everyone is going to draft four movie roles, and it is a draft. So once somebody takes a pick, nobody else can pick that. Uh, you can pick that movie, but you can't pick that role. Right. So if I said this movie, this role, you could say the same movie, different role if you wanted. Uh, it is a serpentine draft, so whoever gets the first pick in the first round will get the last pick in the second round and so forth. And we will determine the draft order. Why don't, you just, pick, why don't you just pick the order? No, no. We'll do it with uh, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, how about we pretend like we did? <laughs> and and we you just picked the order. Just have you pick the order. <laughs> it's, ne- it's never went any different. <laughs> no. You've always picked the order. <laughs> Even if we, you guys always ga- tie. <laughs> if we play this game, it'll still tie. end up where you Here pick. we go. You ready? I'm yeah. ready. Did you guys, did you guys hey. over in the commercial wait, 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 break, you guys did not coordinate. Go scissors. Go rock. I'll go paper. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I said, "Oh, hey, Kenny is uh, gets to pick the draft order." Curtis cannot follow directions. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted somebody else to pick it. Kenny, since you won the rock paper scissors, you get to pick the draft order for us. We went paper. He went rock. How <laughs> so, did he win? Because he's the odd one out. Oh. We're not, yeah, because <laughs> so we don't, don't actually win. Yeah. As oh. long as it's not a tie. If it's a tie, I pick. But okay. if, if not, it's whoever has the the odd hand. If someone Curtis would have done what they were supposed to do, <laughs> I would have picked yeah. the draft order. But instead, Kenny gets to pick it. Kenny, what is the draft anywhere. order? Um, let's go. We'll do. Dusty, why don't you go first, and then I'll go second. Curtis, then pick the one guy Joey. who didn't. I always do this homework. I'll, tell you. <laughs> I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Prepared these past. Few I times. can. I, just, I can fly with them. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, so the draft is four movie roles. You're only picking one at a time. The movie roles that you would cast yourself into. What is your first pick? I'll take the Mark Wahlberg Boogie Nights role. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need an explanation. Why would you do that? I don't need a prosthetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just flop it out, man. Fair enough. That's why they call right. him sir. Pretty sure everyone's seen Boogie Nights. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing I mean, so. unless you're probably 25 or younger, you might not have seen Boogie Nights. That's possible. Although, you want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have you it, if you're a Mark Wahlberg fan, you might want to check that out. There's or a lot. There's a lot in that movie. Heather yeah. Graham, Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore, Burt Reynolds. If you're into that, <laughs> you want to? You're going to go. You're going to take the Burt Reynolds role. <laughs> well, that'd be a good role to take if you're going to take one. Uh, that was during the whole like that was like re. Uh, now nah, I was going to say that like brought Burt Reynolds back, but not really because he was in striptease. I think that's the one that brought him back. Did it? I think so because he did. Did, strip, did he actually he get did, brought back? Though? Yeah, because he, he did striptease and then he did boogie nights and then he was on My Name Is Earl as the strip club owner for a while. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I feel like Adam remake. Sandler kind of brought him back there in the last twenty years. What was he in? A, that, with he was always buddies with Adam. They'd done a f- two or three movies together. He did they? guest role. Oh, well, in uh, sure. yeah. yeah what was the football that. one? Oh he yeah, brought yeah, him yeah, back yeah. And that, was, that was a remake of the movie that Burt Reynolds made. Yeah, I know. There was another one that he was in too. I think. Remember, he's trying to get his name coming back before that. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think it was like late 90s, early 2000s. I think Striptease is the one that because he because he played totally against type. Striptease, he was like 
funny. Yeah. And usually he was, he was always kind of not like overly, like he wasn't comedic, but in striptease, they were like, just be as goofy as you, as you want to be. Yeah. So he's walking around in his boxers and his boots all, <laughs> all greased up with Vaseline. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. That movie's pretty funny. And speaking of Burt Reynolds movies, we, if we were casting each other in movies, we could put somebody in Deliverance. <laughs> no. Ned Beatty in Deliverance. No. Yeah. All right, Kenny, we go to you for your first pick. What are you going to go with? Um, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Ned Beatty. I'll start it off with uh, <laughs> Ned Beatty. <laughs> exactly. Damn it. Don't be giving away pitch, Don't ask Curtis. Why. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's the that's the time we'd put each other in movies. Yeah. Um, I think I will. Since I have an anger problem, I will go. With, <laughs> uh, I'll go with Joe Pesci's character in Casino. There you go. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like sticking a pin in someone's neck, <laughs> putting someone's head in a vice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. and and I've been told that I will probably end up dying because I've gotten out of the car and punched somebody, and they pulled a gun and shot me. <laughs> so I've been told that multiple times in my life, but doesn't stop me from getting out and punching people. So all right, here we are. So Joe Pesci uh, in Casino. That's going to be Kenny's role now. Fair enough. Curtis, we go to you for your first pick. All right. I'm going to go with Dennis Hopper from Apocalypse Now. Tell us why. Uh, Just because you get to just say crazy shit and be high the whole time. So why not? Let's do it. Let's get it going. (laughs) And it was like that movie went on for like two years and he was only there for like, I don't know, four months of it. So why not? That's the perfect (laughs) part. That's the easy part. Just come in, say some shit and leave. All right. I have got two picks back to back. I am going to make with my first pick uh, the, the one that we talked about a little bit. I think it was off can- off the air last week when we were finishing up. We might talk about it on air, but I think it was off air. Uh, I'm going to go with the role that was played by Quentin Tarantino in From Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> uh, Richard Gecko was the character's name. I could see you doing that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's acting, sort of, for... Like 30, 35 minutes. And then he just checks out. And then he's like, (laughs) then he just sits there, and Selma Hayek comes out looking better than anybody's probably ever looked on camera before in a movie. Shoves her foot in his mouth. Shoves her foot in his mouth. (laughs) And then, like, then he gets to play a vampire. Yeah. How fun is that? So, I mean, that's, that is not hard. That's like getting a paycheck for just having a good time so, so wait yeah. i get to see selma hayek mostly naked right in front of me right in front of me she and then i get to me. put on a mask and be a vampire and run around biting okay me. yeah <laughs> y'all take the george clooney role on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well hold on don't begin my picks oh, I, oh, I thought it was going in order here. Yeah, well let me go back now uh let's see serpentine my, I forgot. my next pick i'm gonna go uh with i'm gonna go with john favreau's Happy Hogan in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's not a bad part. Because you just show up for a couple movies here and there and you get a few lines and you know you do like two days maybe at most uh per movie and then like you take some you money take, home you take that money home and or you take that money and you go across the street to your studio at disney and <laughs> start making star wars stuff so there, yeah, yeah and people love the crap out of your characters so. yeah so i'm gonna go with uh happy happy hogan from uh the marvel cinematic universe not even one movie i get to play in all kinds of movies there i right. get to be in spider-man iron man i get to be in the avengers stuff so Good times, good times. That's my second pick. We go to Curtis for your second pick. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going with George Clooney from Dustle <laughs> Um Just for like the sole fact that in the scene that you talked about with Selma Hayek being on stage, um, 
He's got the best seat in the house. He's right behind her while she's dancing and stuff. So, yeah, why not? Man, he stole your pick. I did. Piece of shit. I <laughs> stole it right out. I, I, had, I had four picks. I'm going and with I got the Harvey Keitel roll. And from this <laughs> on, I'm going with the you Juliet Rulu you know roll. I'm going with Selma Hayek roll, boys. You're all in trouble. <laughs> That's fantastic. Don't be giving away picks now. <laughs> You want to recast? I'm Selma Hayek. Still want your spots? That is awesome. Don't worry. I'm not picking that. So please pick that. I am. Oh, Kitty, we go to you for your second pick. What are you going to cast yourself in? I am going to cast myself as Willie Wiggins' character, Mitch Kramer, in Days to Confuse, <laughs> because that was basically my growing up in... Our little town. You don't want to be Ben Affleck. He's got the anger issues. No, he was an asshole in that. I was this. <laughs> he was kid. the asshole you we all be, knew uh, growing up. You didn't want to be sexual predator Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, because I didn't like. The, we had those characters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I did not like those guys. Uh, <laughs> five years out of school, still hitting on the fucking freshmen. Stuff. I think Kenny's trying to tell us that he likes getting spanked. <laughs> He's getting paddled. Well, no, you know, that's all right, too. <laughs> I mean, this was me. I hung out with the older kids. We got stoned. We drank. We drove around in hot rods. We fucked shit up. We did all kinds of stuff. That was how I grew up. So, All right. <laughs> right on. Dusty, you get two picks back to back. How many have I got so far? You've got one pick made. You have Mark Wahlberg from Boogie Nights. You have two picks in a row coming up, and then you'll finish us off at the end. Yeah, you will. I told you. I'm going <laughs> Selma Hayek. Hayek. We're right. recasting it. Since someone stole it, now you got to watch me dance with a snake. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and if he's also doing the Mark Wahlberg part, it might be a different snake than you're expecting. That's right. His anaconda That's right. don't want none. <laughs> and Curtis, an FYI, that burp stinks. I'm sorry. I've been smelling you all night. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that is not going away. Look, that, that is, is that is carnita tacos right there, man. <laughs> yeah, That's why you I had the thousand miles is. there. Going Look, That's why I got the soda to help me out here. I can fucking taste it. It just makes him belch. <laughs> the soda makes him belch. More. It does. Towards skinny. All right, I'm going to go... Uh, Doc Holliday and Tombstone. So Val Kilmer role, just for the badassedness. He was for sure. That's one of my favorite Western movies. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you were still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a great role. And we won four hundred dollars in the casino last weekend. Did you? Yeah. Down at uh, which one did you go to? We went to Downstream. We did stayed you? the night down there. Did win money this time. Not, well, there you go. We usually just break even, but we actually won this time. That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. That's better than losing. <laughs> That's right. Curtis, we go to you. No, we go to Kenny. Kenny, we go to you for your third pick. Um, no, no. Is it? no, it's Ken it's Kenny and then you Oh, and me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. I will be uh, Antonio Banderas's character in Desperado. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was hoping he was going to say the uh, Angelina Jolie movie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, no, because I get a nice sex scene with uh, Selma Hayek, and uh, I get to be, be a Selma badass. Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> Selma Hayek in this <laughs> I did not think that one out. <laughs> oh, well, you'll love it. <laughs> I'm a kind of generous lover. Kitty said in the bed, and Dusty's laying against him playing the guitar. <laughs> What was what was the name of the movie with uh, Angelina Jolie and with uh, Wanted? No, the one where she gets Antonio out. Of the uh, original Sin. Oh, with Ben yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord, that's what I thought he was going to say. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Though. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> you got one pick left. You're gonna. That's not me. Uh, no, I'm saying when you get oh, to okay. your end there. So yeah, you have to figure it out where you're going. All right, Curtis, we go to you for your third pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Johnny Depp and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas because that just looks like a fucking fun train ride. So. <laughs> Fear that, and loathing and that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got my last two picks here. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to take the character of Sam in the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> I think I could carry that little scrawny guy up the hill. With, that, with your knees? There. I think even with my <laughs> knees. I thought, I thought you just wanted to fuck Frodo. <laughs> well, I'm just saying... <laughs> Mr. Frodo, <laughs> Mr. Frodo, I got a ring for you. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, can I have your ring? I'll carry your ring, Mr. Frodo. I think I can handle that. Funny uh, enough, can you handle the precious? I can, I can rub the precious. Can you handle the precious? Funny enough, Mr. Frodo, my ring is on my cock. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, this isn't meant for a finger. <laughs> oh my god, you can take two. <laughs> Sam, point the way. <laughs> I am pointing, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> oh, man. But the blood's cut off. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Uh, then the other one, my last one, I'll go with... Uh, there's a lot of choices I could go with from one movie. Uh, I'm going to go with the movie Stand By Me. And Rob I, Reiner. I could, huh? No. I, could, <laughs> I think I would go with the Jerry O'Connell character because about that age, I look kind of like young Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> I think I could handle handle that character. You don't anymore. <laughs> no, Jerry O'Connell decided to slim down, but in that movie, Vern was... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I could handle the, the role of Vern and Stand By Me. Um, so those are my four picks. We go back to Curtis for your fourth and final. All pick. right, my my fourth and final one. Yeah, um, let's go. pick again. <laughs> no, um, uh, who do I? All right, I'm just gonna pick uh, Quint from Jaws because he he shows up for like a day and then disappears for the next 45 minutes and then shows up for the last 30 minutes <laughs> the of the boat. movie and steals the whole fucking movie. So there you go. Quint from Jaws. All yeah. right. Kenny, we go to you for your fourth and final pick. Uh, I will take the role of Her- Herger or Herger? Herger. Herger from the uh, 13th Warrior. It's a good okay. one. And I've had a lot of people tell me that I would be that character. I'm not comfortable with being the main guy, but I'm very good at being the right-hand man to that person. Mm. And I'm also the guy that would walk out of a tent with two chicks from the night before. So I've been told that by a lot of people. So I'm like, all right, that's it's all right, little brother. There are more. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Dusty, we go to you for your fourth and final pick in the draft for us. I'll, uh, I'll play the dude. The dude from The Big Lebowski. Uh, yep. I think I could do that. That's a pretty laid back role. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's not a whole lot you have to do. <laughs> no. Nope. Dude, are you fucking this up? all right so here are the roles we would cast ourselves in starting dusty with mark Wahlberg from boogie nights uh selma hayek from dust till dawn (laughs) uh val kilmer's role doc holiday in tombstone and the dude from the big lebowski kenny went with joe pesci's role in casino uh you've got dazed and confused wiggins role uh banderas's role in desperado and Herger from the Thirteenth Warrior. Yes, Curtis takes Dennis Hopper's role in Apocalypse Now. 
Uh, George Clooney's rolling from dust till dawn, so he's got that fine seat for when Dusty comes out. Want to get dusted by Dusty? Can I get one of those gun penises, though? <laughs> no, no, you, got, you didn't pick Tom Savini. That, that sex machine. Uh, Johnny Depp's role in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and Quint from Jaws. I took uh, Tarantino's role from Dust Till Dawn, uh, John Favreau's Happy Hogan in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Sam from Lord of the Rings, and Vern from Stand By Me. That's it. What other what other uh, picks did you leave on the table that you didn't take that you would have you would have put yourselves in? What are your honorable mentions or? One of mine was uh, Stephen Rice's character from uh, Half Baked because you're just laying on the couch the whole time. You're yeah. like, <laughs> you don't do anything. You pop up, say a couple things, and that's your whole thing. Right. You kill my dog. I'm like, I think I could do that. <laughs> John Goodman from <clears throat> Inside Lewin Davis. He's only in the movie for like 10 minutes, and he's this heroin-addicted jazz player that just shits on folk music the entire time he's on screen, and it's hysterical. When you said a heroin-addicted jazz player who just shits, I thought I was like... <laughs> well, yeah. he does. I, I he literally like, shits. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good picks. Good picks all around. I think uh, the only thing I left on the table, if somebody... If you guys had stolen from Dust Till Dawn uh, before I got to it, uh, I think I would have put in uh, Nathan Lane's role in the birdcage. I think that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> that, that looks like he was just having a fucking blast making that movie. So. I, I, I'd do Hank Azaria in that one. Yeah, I'd be Hank Azaria. That, that would be fun, too. The whole, yeah. That whole cast was just having a good time yeah, in the movie. It was good. All right, and finally... Are you Fuck yeah! It is time for our main event. It is this week's cage match. Here's how it works. Two of us go head to head. Each will pick one piece of entertainment and pop culture to plug actor Nick Cage into. Can be movies, TV shows, books, games, music, whatever. Uh, You'll each make the case for your pick, and then we'll vote for a winner at the end. And there can be a tie. We will be keeping track of wins and losses, and we'll crown a champion this spring. Then we'll reset the records and see if anybody can take out our champion in the next season. Last week, Jess picked up her first win, defeating Curtis. She had Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber replacing Amy the Gorilla in Congo. That's the way we saw it. However, (laughs) once again, not the first time, social media disagreed with us. Uh, Every week, we post the cage match on Twitter and Facebook, and we ask you to vote. 75% voted in favor of Congo, and everyone who commented saw it that way as well. We had Daryl Clonch on Facebook said, Congo, I would watch the heck out of that, although I'd like to see him uh, as the evil gorillas as well. Double bill. Show his range. I was going to ask, could he just, like, if it's a character? Every gorilla? Yeah. Every gorilla. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. But I don't know. I didn't know that. I think one King Kong, too. I think it has to be just one role. Yeah. That's why I I picked the main one. And then Matthew Martin on Facebook says, Congo, by the way. Dumb and Dumber at one point was planned to star Nick Cage and Gary Oldman in the leads. So that'd be an interesting take. Thanks everybody who voted. Thanks everybody who commented. It's not always a slam dunk. We don't always get it right, so to speak. This week, Curtis is looking to get his first win. He's 0-2 right now. Uh, he's taking on me. I am at 1-1, tied with Dusty and Jess at 1-1. So I'm looking to get out of that that pack there in the middle of the thing, and Curtis is looking to get his first win. Curtis, you want to go first? You want no, me to go first? You want, want to flip for it? I want you to go first. Let's flip for it. I, <laughs> I want you to go first. Yeah, I, Let's just flip anybody got a coin on him? He's like, for God, please. I, we should, well, I'm just thinking we should probably flip for it every time, but... Unless, some, unless somebody volunteers to go. 
Rock, paper, rocking. scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Here yeah. we go. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. That's Curtis. You gets the choice. Yeah, you get the choice. You covered rock. You go first. You want me to go first. All right. Let me get my water here. Get a drink. A little confusing going on there. Yeah. No, Curtis the winner won. should the winner should get the think, choice yeah, to say gets, I'm going to go or you. I think that's or, the right way to play it. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I think so too. All right. So, picture if you will. I am. <laughs> you have climbed the stairs, oh, all those fucking stairs. Yeah. <laughs> you just, have. Oh, I was just getting some. You have made music. your way to the top. You have stared down the keymaster and the gatekeeper. <laughs> you have been told. To choose the way the earth is going to be destroyed. You and your buddies try to clear your mind, but fucking Ray <laughs> screws it up. And as he's telling you what popped into his head, you hear <laughs> boom. Boom. You see people screaming and running on the streets and around the corner coming down. What would that be? Fifth Avenue, I think, in New York. Naked Nick Cage <laughs> with a sailor hat and a little scarf. Nick Cage as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man walking down the street, growling at everybody as Nick Cage gets to the building, tries climbing the building as you're blasting him in the face with your proton packs. He blows up. Marshmallow fluff goes flying across the city, covers the whole downtown. I'm choosing Nick Cage as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. Very nice. Rawr. Right. There we go. Hey, man. Rawr. Get out of the way. I'm going to step on I you, man. I wasn't sure we were going with that. Hey, you like, guys. I'm Gozer. <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody. Oh, God. That's good stuff. Okay. Curtis. All right. You ready? Uh-huh. So back in the 80s, because I'm going 80s as well. All right. David Cronenberg made some weird shit, didn't mm, he not? He sure did. Okay. So The Fly. Mm. What do you remember most about The Fly? Uh, how nasty it was. Exactly. How nasty it was because of David Cronenberg's strange direction and the makeup effects that were just so grotesque and so disgusting that it sort of eclipsed everything else in that movie, including... Everyone's favorite, Jeff Goldblum. So I am recasting Seth Brundle, Jeff Goldblum, with Nicolas Cage because we needed somebody to finish that holy trinity of grotesqueness from, from David Cronenberg, grotesqueness from the the special and makeup effects, and now we need the grotesqueness of Nicolas Cage eccentric acting to shine through the fly. Yeah, I don't know. That's Jeff Goldblum's so iconic in that role, and that's and you're not saying Jeff Goldblum was bad in that no, role. No, I'm just not. to clarify for anybody listening, yeah. who maybe I'm hasn't saying this before. I'm saying he gets. You're a, saying it would be a different. It would be a different. Not even movie. necessarily better. It'd just be entertaining. It'd be different. You want to see. You want to see Nick Cage, Nick would, Cage do would do because right. as good as Jeff Goldblum is, like he does kind of get eclipsed by the everything else in that movie. Yeah. So I feel like Nicolas Cage can bring something else that could help elevate that character and the movie itself. All right. You two. We only have two. So again, there could be a tie or it could be unanimous. Uh, you have a choice before you. Nick Cage <laughs> with, with little Nick Cage dangling as he's walking down the street. <laughs> or Nick Cage is a fly throwing he's a sailor. up. Let's get him late. You know, <laughs> you Nick Cage is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. Or you have Nick Cage as working with the practical effects as the Seth fly Rumble as the fly. Throwing yeah. up on people, melting their hands and not feet and shit. All right. All right. Gentlemen, it's thrown to you. It's very tough for me because 
I didn't watch this movie. Uh-huh. And which movie I, are you talking about? The, the for those the who can't fly. see at home, okay. They, I didn't ever watch The Fly. Okay, and I don't like your pick. All right, so <laughs> this is very very tough. For me, it was tough because I'll just go ahead and go. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Back to you. I really wanted to give Curtis a win, <laughs> but no mercy in, in this dojo. Here's my thing with that: strike though. hard. The strike same fast. problem I had with the Dumb and Dumber thing. You get someone that is so iconic in a role, it's hard to imagine someone else unless they can bring more to it. I think he would be awesome, actually, in The Fly. I really do. I don't know that he could bring more than what Jeff Goldblum did. And so Joey's pick took me so off guard and I can see it and it's so damn funny <laughs> I have to go with Joey's and I really wanted to give you a win this week I come in okay. no matter what you said I was going to give <laughs> you a Kenny win he was ready to give you a win I was. I wanted until, you to have that until the Stay Puft Marshmallow I, Man be honest when he said Stay Puft Marshmallow Man I almost changed it to recasting Gina Davis <laughs> <laughs> that's another option <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I, if you I had, might or <laughs> you could have gone Ghostbusters too. <laughs> I had thought of that. that androgynous. Uh, Vigo the Carpathian. No, yeah. there you go. Ghostbusters too. Right, Can I choose to leave it to the people? Ooh. And well, let so that gives win him this a chance. I don't see, because he chose. I think what you're going to have to do. Thinking about this, because we've not. If I this, choose I not to I, vote, I know. I don't think you can choose not to. I think you can choose to vote. For Curtis, and we would have a tie. It would officially go on the books as a tie, and then we can still throw it out. And then we can decide amongst ourselves if we want to. We can say because it's a tie, we will go with whatever social media picks. Does that sound like what we want to do? That'd be a good way to settle ties. It would be because if not, both people get the thing, and you really didn't accomplish anything. Right. But if you have that, you have a clear winner. So that's a good idea, actually. Do we want to go with that? I'll choose to vote for Curtis. Okay. Is that, that, is that how you want to settle it? And okay. then it makes okay. it a tie, which also makes it to where I didn't have to vote. But <laughs> Oh, no. You still voted. <laughs> I wanted the people to decide. Right. Because they voted. They chimed in last week. Right. On, you could have got a win. Yeah. Yeah. See? If we had, yeah. If it had been a tie. Yeah. So if they who, vote who for else? you again. There was another one that was unanimous. Mine. Was it yours? Okay. Yeah. No, there well, was no, no there, mean, there was one that we well, I mean, there's was, one where social media where the people yeah. who listen who vote who follow us on social media yeah, went against mine, us and it was yeah and it was unanimous yeah. like they it was a hundred and zero so that leaves it completely up to them to so just it is totally break. on oh totally on the voters that's the way we've got it right now this we've got to put a pin in this one because we <laughs> nobody settle it here <laughs> you don't know if you get to get I, I, i'll be honest like it's kind of like last week like my pick won the social media i feel like yours is going to win social media but we'll see what happens we'll find out you know I, we don't know well, let us know what you think the the fate of curtis's wins or loss column uh is in your hands let us know by voting in this week's cage match it's on week facebook no and Twitter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's tied it'll be 50 50 jessica can break it though all right uh this week's cage match is available for you to vote in right now it's on facebook and on twitter you can search for and follow us at pgtc podcast the cage match is pinned right to the top of those pages so you cannot miss them or you can call and leave a recorded message on the hotline at 417-986-7842 that would be fun 
I mean, we always you know, we, we tell you what the stats are. We tell you what the number breakdown is. We read a few comments that kind of stand for the bulk of the comments. Uh, but we haven't had anybody call and leave a message on the hotline with your comments. So if you're going to vote, vote and leave a comment. Uh, if you're going, if you if you're feeling froggy, call the hotline, <laughs> leave a recorded message, and we'll try to work that into next week's episode Please when we do. when we break the tie when we give the official results of this week's cage match. That'd be fun. It would be fun because if the person calling is on the side of the winner, that'd be a fun thing to. And if they're on the side of the loser, that'd be yeah. fun too. Yeah. It'd be fun either way. It'd be fun just to get somebody to. Call. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just I'll call, call it if you want. <laughs> You've already voted. I, I, <laughs> the Dusty calls is like, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm I not voting. Dusty calls in. Hey, I'm not going to vote this week. Like, hey, it's Dusty. I'm sitting it out. Beep. Dude, we got stone. I got stoned the other night and was playing Destiny. And you get like before you take on a big like a boss fight, you have this rally flag which gives you like your super and like full ammo on everything. And I'm like, anyone need the rally flag? I don't. I'm out of here. And to start the thing, and everyone's like, I needed it. I needed it. We can do it without it. Did you Did you do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, you're right. But I got bitched out a lot. But (laughs) well, there's that. Like, I don't need the rally flag. Let's go. <laughs> you know, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Oh, shit. Anything else? Anybody got anything else going on to talk about? I don't think so. Man, not everybody at once. No. <laughs> Curtis is looking for a Tums and a toilet. Yes. <laughs> I'm all right in the stomach area. It's just Dude, I'm I got a little indigestion. Like, I'm not because it's coming right <laughs> this way. So sorry. I've been smelling you all night. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It tastes great, but <laughs> it's even better than <laughs> the second I'm, I'm about to vomit. <laughs> they were good tacos. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up then for this week's episode. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment leave a review in your preferred podcast player does not cost a thing and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show thanks again to dusty curtis and kenny for being here thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us again my name is joey mills with the pop goes the culture podcast network have a great weekend we will catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the pop goes the culture podcast where we are putting together our march spotify playlist last week or last week last month in february because of valentine's day we did uh love songs mm-hmm. in the month of march we are flipping that on its head we're doing heartbreak breakup heartache songs uh it's not going to be all country music so <laughs> although it could be very could easily be. yeah uh we're going to do That'd that too easy we're going to do that before we hit the road to go to rogers arkansas for nwa comic con next weekend that's saturday march 19th and 20th if you're in that area or if it's just a short drive away be sure to come out and say hi come and slap co- dusty on the end. i'm cosplaying as easy for the nwa <laughs> comic con <laughs> no you're not no, you're cosplaying as chupacabra no, that was for the Crypticon. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's still going to shave his body. <laughs> Joey's going as Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. All right. Fair enough. Until Fair then, enough. be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll see ya. See ya. Stay for Later. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.